Your story is waiting for you today. Your story has something new to say. But your story will only come out to play when you're alone. Alone. Alone in a room with invisible people. The following episode may contain swearing. Alone in a Room with Invisible People is brought to you by hollyswritingclasses.com. If you find value in what we do and you'd like to support the podcast, go to coffee.com. That's K-O hyphen fi.com forward slash alone or you can go to alone with invisible people.com forward slash support us to find out more thank you hi i'm rebecca gallardo the host of alone in a room with invisible people i am here with author and teacher holly lyle and today's topic is actually much requested from our listeners it is how to build a sweet spot map Before we get into the topic, I just want to issue a correction real quick, and this is why I love our listeners, because they are incredibly huge geeks, nerds, and dorks (laughs) like us. Um, Yeah, so in one of the episodes, I'm not sure what order we're putting this in, but in one of the episodes, we talked about Lord of the Rings, and Holly said that Bilbo was the only hobbit to willingly put down the ring the one ring to rule them all mm-hmm. and our forums went a little bit crazy <laughs> i missed that yeah um samwise willingly put down the ring when he was carrying gladly happily oh, put down God. the ring and gave it to yeah he gave it back to bilbo that's right i had completely forgotten about you mean that. frodo frodo yes yeah. jesus frodo yeah so um again you know people People are amazing, and I just loved that all of these geeks, nerds, and uh, dorks like were just like us and are like, yeah, un- yeah. unhappy when we got that wrong. <laughs> and I love the fact that <laughs> well, that's a big thing to get wrong because it does it does because that was a reflection of humanity that that hobbits were you know human. Well, um, I like that it's a reflection of Samwise because yeah. I always I, I really liked him in, in the movies and in the books. And um, one of the girls even said, like, Samwise is my hero. I, I see him as the hero of the books, the unsung hero. So I was like, she said her inner um, Tolkien was like screaming. For, <laughs> oh, I'm very yeah. sorry about that. <laughs> uh, the last time I read those books, I was 21 or 22. I read them. Yeah, it doesn't times. matter. I mean, we're gonna yeah. make. I mean, we forgot. <laughs> we forgot the writer of Sherlock Holmes, Doyle. Uh, Conan yeah, Doyle. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, mistakes are gonna happen. We're only human. So I just wanted to issue that correction because I'm sure it it just i'm sure there's a lot of tolkien fans out there that were like ah, ah that's uh, not true yes oh yeah. yeah so um we are going to talk about how to build a sweet spot map and holly why don't you define what a sweet spot map is first okay um a sweet spot map is a tool a really really good tool for developing your own personal take on a genre it is how you find out what kind of things you want to have matter in a a single really big book or uh, a whole bunch of interconnected short stories or a big series or a little series. It is just a book that you're writing. The sweet spot map, because I was never big into series at first. 
-hmm. the sweet spot map is good for just building something that like finding the genre you most identify with or finding the themes that you want to put in your books right it's it's just this incredibly versatile tool it is it is it is my um my very specific task oriented approach to what is basically called a mind map where people just start in the middle and scribble down everything they think and put them in circles and draw little arrows and um i thought well that's all very well and good because i had tried that when i was uh writing fiction and it took me off in a lot of really wrong directions so i came up with six questions that i asked myself and then I put those in the center of six separate sections of the map. And um, and we can kind of go from there. Yeah, but- I just wanted to say, too, I I saw mom drawing circles and, and lines and, and stuff. And I had seen the, the mind maps before. And they never worked for me. I was not in the least bit interested. I didn't give a shit. I was like, no, not interested. No, thank you. Um, but part of the thing about taking all of these courses is that I, I tell myself I'm not, it's, it's like taking a college class and not doing all of the assignments. It's, it's only hurting yourself if you don't give everything a fair shot. So like we always say with the 10 minute timer, even if timers ruin your concentration, even if you can't, you know, work to a timer, at least you tried. That's the thing is we always say try. So I know that the idea of mind maps is going to turn some people off, but mm-hmm. these are very specific, very um, targeted kind of mind maps. That's why she she has its own name. It's Sweet Spot Map, and there's a reason for that. Um, I would just say give it a shot before you dismiss it. It's, it's a free download. Again, we have uh, put this up on the website, Alone with Invisible People. Look for this podcast title. It's very easy. It's how to build a sweet spot map. And when it comes to actually doing the paperwork, like if you don't have the paper, you can even see how it's laid out and just do it on your own sheets of paper. But it is, again, a free download. You don't even need an email. But give this a shot. Listen to how we do it and go about explaining it and everything. And at least give it a shot before you write it off. Yes. Okay. So let's get into it. All right. Um, The concept here is that your genre is unique because you are unique. And finding out, organizing, and using the particular world elements and conflicts and characters that only you, and I want to emphasize this, only you can create will allow you to find and grow your readers, the people who love the stuff that you love. And if you are trying to work from somebody else's template, you're going to miss that. If you are trying to work from uh, this, well, everybody else is doing this, therefore I am going to do this too, you are going to miss that. Now you can hit whatever genre you want to write in using this process. It's just, it will make that genre unique to you. And I have done this with pretty much every project I have ever put together. And uh, I am going to be working from um, the sweet spot map I built for the third moon and sun book. Uh, Because I already have this done. I have a lot of stuff in it. And it will allow me to save a little bit of time um, just pulling off some of the things that I have on that map, which I have 
micro printed here. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't see how the hell, but yeah, that that makes yeah. sense. And yeah. the, the cool thing is that um, there's I don't know if you cover this, but if you lose a sweet spot map, do you cover that? I don't. <laughs> okay, this is something that I think she mentioned in How to Think Sideways, and we'll put a link in the show notes to that. But this is um, this was really cool. So I lost, I, I quote, lost my sweet spot map. And I had done the whole thing from How to Think Sideways, which was um, you print off all the pages, you tape them together, and then you do your, your sweet spot map. And I had thought I lost it. So this was years later. I took out more. I did it again. And then a year and a half or so later, I was cleaning out some of my writing and I found the old sweet spot map. And it was really creepy how many things were exactly the same. And you don't <laughs> intentionally do this, but you can, but that that kind of thing shows you how your muse is specifically drawn to, to the same things. Now there were new things and there were there were things that no longer you know triggered certain were triggered from those certain words that we're going to go over or right. certain concepts but it was it was really awesome to see how many of them were the exact same and it's like you never really <laughs> lose your sweet spot map cuz it's always up there right right this is <laughs> This is an interesting concept Matt and I were discussing the other day, which is essentially this. Every single one of us has this big-ass do-it-yourself project that we are engaged in from the time we are born until the day we die, which is that we are building our own brains. There's no instruction manual for this. There is nothing that says you can't put something here or put something there or but the content of your brain is absolutely and utterly unique and so is the way you have wired it together if you started out as a kid reading Alvin Fernald uh, short stories, and then you moved on to Tolkien, and then you moved on to uh, Lawrence Block, and then you moved on to uh, J.D. Robb, and then you moved on to Agatha Christie, and then you had, and you've watched all of these TV shows, and you've moved to all these different places. Your brain is very, very different from someone's brain who has lived in one place their whole life, who knows the nuances of that place just bone deep, who understands what little noises often the bouncing off of a hill mean or the smell, the changes of smell in the air when a storm is coming or this little grinding sound at the back of your house when something is wrong. And no two brains on the planet are or ever have been or ever will be the same or even remotely similar. Yeah, there's a really so, cool TED talk on that too. Yeah. So I well, I have never seen that, but but this was this is your do-it-yourself project. Um and when you build this particular map, you are showing a little bit of how you have wired your brain. Yeah. And it will be really really astounding. Um, how different is it, it is from how everybody else wires their brain. Um, and it will give you this unique perspective on the kinds of things you want to put into the stories you write. It doesn't have anything to do with genre. You can use the same map for every single genre you want if, if you so desire. Yeah. It is just, this is the shit that matters to you. And if you add these elements 
into the the standard template for a romance novel or the standard template for a science fiction novel and you follow all the story beats but you get your stuff in there then you have built your your genre to that template and it changes everything this is it is a game changing thing here to get to put your brain on a piece of paper so you can see what's in there and then figure out how to use it yeah it's just organizing and and keeping clear it also helps so there's this there's this feeling inside of you um the whole thing of like not, i don't know if i'm getting everything done is there this is there that am i it? so often people create to-do lists to help them or brain dump things to help mm-hmm. them get everything on the page so that they don't have that feeling of I'm missing out on something I'm forgetting something this is the same kind of thing only for fiction this is this is it, it's you you want to make sure that you're getting all of these cool awesome neat things into your work and the mind map will help because you can look up at it and, and think oh yeah I definitely want to put this in there you know, it's, yeah. it's so neat. But yeah, let's let's get into the actual mind map. Okay. Um, in the first week, you're just going to build the map. That, that is all we're talking about this week is just how you build your map. Next week, we'll be doing another part of this. And then we've got two more weeks after that because this is a big deal. But this week, um, the, the first thing you need to remember is that you can add new things at any time. There is, you can pull out your map, you can say, oh my God, I forgot this awesome stuff that I love or that I hate or whatever. And you can just throw that into the map and do your little arrows and circles and, and it, is, it is infinitely updatable. You can always add on more pages. You can tape more paper to it. You can spread stuff out as much as you want. Um, there are no wrong answers. You cannot screw up your map. Even if you put something in the wrong area, leave it there. Always do this in pen. Never use a pencil. Because if your brain puts something that you love into something that you hate, that means something. And it can show up. You can have the same item show up three or four different places on the same map. I've done this. Yeah, water shows up on things that I love, things that I get shivers from, and things, something else in there too. Yeah, mine, mine is trees. My God, I have trees every damn where. Um, and they show up in, as different kinds of trees and they show up in different locations on the map and in different relationships to other things. And it's just bizarre. But yeah, that's um, you keep this private. <laughs> I mean, really, really private, uh, rolled up in a little map tube or whatever when you are not using it, because there can be some really embarrassing answers that will pop out yeah it, it spontaneously yeah yeah um this is this is one of those things where you discover as a writer that a lot of the times you have while you've been writing jumped up on the roof of your house and stripped down naked and started dancing yeah the uh the there can also be misunderstandings when it comes to the sweet spot map so let's say you're sitting there and you're writing out all of these different things and you don't know why certain things are on the map and maybe your significant other sees what you're writing and sees something and and gets jealous or gets mad or gets frustrated (laughs) or gets sad or something and it's like no it the word doesn't mean what you think it means (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, this is, and it's so important that you not censor yourself. Yes. That you feel safe to put every damn thing, every damn fool idea that pops into your head on this page. Because if your brain is thinking it, it, it is the part of your brain that is creative and that says, I could use that. Mm-hmm. And you want to be able to use that. You won't write it as yourself. You, but you need to be able to have it in there so that you remember that this is something important. Yeah, never ever tell yourself, like, if you're sitting there writing down words, don't say, oh, well, I don't need to put that down. Or, or nah, that doesn't count. Or if you're sitting there thinking, you know, struggling to think of words to add, it's, it's you're just, you're, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, and, and there is also this thing of, oh, God, I thought that, oh, I can't put that on the page. And, um, you know, there's, you got to realize that you have some dark thoughts in the back of your mind and those dark thoughts are freaking awesome for building villains. Yeah. Uh, But not if you don't put them on the map. Yeah. Intrusive thoughts suck, but this is a way to at least utilize Mm -hmm. the, the parts of you that cause you pain. It's like, let's, let's turn that into stories. Let's, let's try to reap some sort of benefit from from the negatives in our life yeah well hey i always think of it as hey you know let me use this awful thing and get paid for it <laughs> yeah yeah you know and if you are indie publishing you can be sure that at some point you will you know find a way to get paid for it hopefully yeah absolutely yeah. that's the so, goal okay <laughs> so um the next thing to keep in mind is to make sure that the pages are taped together and that you are working on one big sheet. And it seems like it would just be so convenient to have the four, the six little sheets there and keep everything neatly corralled. But the problem with that is that sometimes your thoughts don't want to be corralled. Sometimes they want to jump from thing to thing. And the same idea that you have for something that you're drawn to is going to be an idea for something that, that you are terrified by. Uh, but it's going to have you and you are going to have to sit down afterwards when we get into using the map we'll get to that and and pull these things together but it is so important to have this be be one big sheet and to you for you to have a space big enough to work on the one big sheet all at once yeah um, <clears throat> kitchen table bathroom floor that's i yeah. actually had to do it on the bathroom floor when i was redoing it that one year because uh, we had moved and you, you were at the studio apartment, it was not a studio, but it was, it was like a triplex and our place was so freaking small. The only spot, yeah, the only (laughs) spot I had that, because I wasn't going to do it on the kitchen floor because of the turtle tank and stuff. The only spot I had was on the bathroom floor to fill it out and it was, it worked. So really just, if you have a gigantic kitchen table I mean it's only six pieces of paper but she's absolutely right I tried when it first came out in 2008 uh, how to think sideways I tried to do the thing separately but the problem is you're constantly switching back and forth through papers because you're writing Mm -hmm. something down and you think okay well I'm just going to focus on this one concept and then you're like oh oh, but I want to add this oh but I want to add this so really do yourself a favor um tape it all together lay it out all flat so that you can jump all over the place it's it's a lot quicker and the the faster you are the more momentum your muse has the more you're going to get out of it and the easier yes yes okay um the next thing here is if your muse wants to jump around let it even if it doesn't make sense 
And there are a lot of times when you will write the same word in like three or four places. Catch yourself doing it. Think that's a mistake. And I am here to tell you right now, no, it isn't. That is your muse trying to tell you something. And at the point where you start writing the book, you are going to be really damn grateful those things are there. Um, okay, next. Nothing is stupid. <laughs> and, and that is so hard to remember, too. Because you, you'll have something that just doesn't fit anything at all. And it's, it's going to be like mushroom underwear. And you're going to go, that's stupid. But it's not going to be. You're going to put mushroom underwear wherever, wherever your hand was moving. You're going to do your little circle around it. You're going to write off another thing to it. And you're going to ask, why the hell is this here? And your brain is going to tell you. And you're going to write a bunch of other stuff out of this one incoherent little flash of, of something that built a bizarre concept that you then dissect as you're going through the, re the another part of the map that is going to lead you to something that has absolutely nothing to do with mushroom underwear but that was the only way your brain could get you to that spot yeah remember that the right brain is not the the word side of mm -hmm. your brain that's the left brain so um this is also another reason to keep this private because you don't really want your significant other and or family to think that you are losing your mind and or on psychedelics or anything like that. Yes. So, yeah. 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 And your, your, your creative muse brain frequently thinks in pictures. So you will get some bizarre combination pictures as you're doing this that you're putting into words that don't make sense until they do. <laughs> and, yeah. and at the point where you have wound through whatever the hell it was that your brain was trying to tell you to get to this little series of plot points or a weird concept or uh, is something that was dropped in a house that looks a little bit like a mushroom from the back or whatever the hell it was that your brain was trying to tell you, you are going to be really grateful that you went there. Okay, finally, you will have no idea what you have until you've filled it up and let it cool. And we talk a lot about letting things cool. So make it, fill it, roll it up, and walk away until next week when we get to part two. So this week, all you want to do is build the map. Now let's talk a little bit about the map. If you have your worksheets with you and you have them all taped together, I am going to start with, I am drawn to. Now you can tape these things together in any order you want. You can throw them up in the air, let them fall to the ground, make sure they're all facing more or less in the same direction and all are all face up because they really need to be face up so that you can in fact connect things to other things. Um, but we are going to start with I am drawn to, which is probably the riskiest question for me because it gets into, this is a very personal question. I am drawn to, and it gets into a lot of stuff you really probably don't want other people to see. So I'm going to pull some of the things off of my uh, moon and sun map here. Um, and I'm going to censor because... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I am drawn to uh, creation, uh extravagant cities, castles, um, life and trade, uh, the full moon, the secret, the secrets roads know. And I want to stop with that because this is one of those moments when you have a little disconnect between what your hand is putting on the page and what your editor brain thinks. The secrets roads know raises the question of how the hell can a road know anything? 
And since this is a Moon and Sun book, that is a relevant fantasy type question that I had no no concept of, no answer for. It just flopped onto the page. It wasn't in the first book. It, it was a little bit in the second book, and it came back up again for this thing that I built for the third book. And it turned out to be just god-awful important. Um, so this, again, is... There is absolutely nothing you can put on this thing that's wrong, and it doesn't have to make sense when you write it, because as you start pulling things together, you will find a sense in it. You've got some stuff in front of you. Yeah, yeah. I, this is one that I had started, again, when I started doing the um, Fulton Hill stuff, just to get my brain flowing. For mm -hmm. the Drawn 2, I had Missing, person, missing Persons, uh, Paranormal uh, Stories of Love, Long, and Time, Deep Bonds, Mirror, Dark, Dry, Silly, But Smart. Nice. Yeah, the mirror, but the, the mirror was one, and then underneath the mirror was dark. Underneath the, the dark was dry. Underneath the dry was silly but smart. So I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what yeah. that means, but right. I will eventually. So Right. And th now, that's, that's, this is just specifically something that I started filling out just to get some ideas on the pages. This is not even my older sweet spot map. Right. Um, I will say that the one that I have is fully filled out and it probably has 40 or 50 items on each of the pages. Yeah. All of them in this little spider web with all, every single thing. Make damn sure as you do this, and this is just this weird little thing, you draw an arrow from where you're starting up to, you draw, you write the thing, you make a circle around it, you draw an arrow again, and then you write the next thing, and then you draw a circle around it. And the, because the paths that your brain creates doing this, you can have five arrows off a single circle, and they'll have five different meanings that grow into five different separate trees that take you to five different places in a series of novels or one story where there are just these multiple characters who have different approaches to the same thing. Or you don't, you just don't know how your brain is going to use it, but make sure it can follow the direction your thoughts took as you created them. And that's what the little lines and arrows and circles are for. Yeah. It allows you to see, okay, well, I went from here to here and then to here. So these two things are connected. And then as you go back through and start reading them, you will find some other really bizarre connections. But we'll get to that. The next worksheet is I Fear. And I am going to pull out some of my fears here. And this was specifically for a book for which I had already written the first two books. Um, the Loss, and I wrote, I Fear that no one will speak, that no one will risk, that no one will see wrong, that no one will fight wrong. And that's all one thread that pops off out, out of I fear. I have another one. I fear, and there's this is a separate arrow, separate set of circles, the loss of what I love. Um, and this was, this. so then this jumps over to the I love circle, and I build out a hell of a lot of stuff off of that that was still tied to I fear. So it was a bounce from I fear to I love. And then the bounce shows the things that that build off of those two concepts held together. And your brain will just do this shit automatically. It will say, okay, this is going to run here now. And then it's going to jump up here now. And I have, I'm going to show you the, can you see the little 
paths. No. No, I mean more. it's it's so small. That's the problem. Well, yeah. I'm yeah, because you printed everything I... onto one page. Yeah, I'm just grateful I block printed, or I wouldn't even be able to read my own writing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, but I have these paths that meander all the way through every part of the map to every other part of the map from when I had it finished, where it starts tying together the things that you find, and it's just this. It's bizarre. So what do you, okay, so what's your next one? Yeah, I actually have one on here that's like that. But first, okay, so I'm going to do two of these for I Fear. And this one's pretty weird. Um, so, well, not pretty weird. It's But it's I Fear, Drowning, Led to Suffocation, Led to Can't Breathe, Led to the Hag, in in parentheses, Paranormal or Cryptid. So that's that's a interesting thing because I've, I've had a couple of experiences that they call night paralysis i actually get it kind of often mm -hmm. um and two or three times i've had the experience of the hag which is Ooh. this shape sitting on your chest and sometimes you can make out details and you can't move and it's it's terrifying so <gasps> i i do fear drowning and then that led to suffocation can't breathe and the hag so that's and the hag is something that has been following me for a very long time um it's on all of my sweet spot maps. Wow. And then I fear this one, it says loss, friends, leads to loved ones, leads to just gone, leads to missing, which then has an arrow back to I am drawn to, which is the missing person stories. Yeah. Very, very good. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's our little take on I fear. And remember also we are heavily, heavily censoring our maps as we're doing yes, this. Yes, yes. Actually, um, hold, that's weird. It the arrow leads to one of the other ones and then it bounces back to I am drawn to. So yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just the lines are going all over the place. Yes. Um, and they will. As the more you build your map, the more you will find correspondences between things you love, things you fear, things you hate, things, just a bunch of stuff. Okay, so our next page on the worksheet now is I hate. And this is as poor, this, people are afraid to tell the truth on this sheet more than any other sheet because apparently it has been just ground into them that it is bad to hate things. But it isn't. It is, it is as essential to know what you hate as it is to know what you love. So I am going to pull out uh, some of the stuff that I hate here, again, with some heavy censoring because this is an extraordinarily personal map. Um, I hate um, slickness, smarminess, smooth guys. Um, and then that goes off to... Um, well, a separate sign, a separate one, which is deserts and poisonous things, and then um, compromise. And that's its, its own separate little thing all by itself, compromise. Uh, uh, liars and liars in power and spin and agendas uh, and users and assholes who talk about, quote, unquote, the people um, and intolerance and uh, intentional ignorance and I've got just I, I had I just I just had a little shit fit right over in this corner man yeah. I was apparently very angry and my my I hates came out in a big fat mess uh, and there are a lot of them there so you you cannot censor the I hate with the fear that you are not being nice because 
there is a really important point to having what you hate in here that we're going to get to next week in why you do these particular questions. For right now, you don't need to know that. You just need to dig in and tell the truth. Yeah. Go ahead with your hates. Uh, this is funny because one of mine is uncompromising. <laughs> one of yours was compromising. Yeah. Um, well, no, one of mine was just very specifically compromise. Yeah, compromise. Well, mine yeah. is uncompromising. So it's like people, I think I think part of this was from Tony <laughs> because he's <laughs> such a freaking stubborn ass. But it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, there's a lot to, that goes on these I hate pages. And it's, uh, that one is one that bothers me. It's people that aren't willing to see the other side of things as well. Mm -hmm. um, addiction, child abuse, bigotry, arrogance, people being close to what, quote, could be, don't know what that means, but then, then it gets, so I've got a whole bunch of uh, ones on here, and then this one was interesting, intricate patterns, I don't actually hate them as far as I know, but intricate mm -hmm. patterns led to weaving threads led to secret tapestry. Wow. Yeah. And that's why you don't censor these damn things. Any damn fool idea that pops into your head for any particular thing can give you something like that. A yeah. secret tapestry that kicks ass. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And I yeah. don't, I don't hate any of those three things. So, but it's for some reason, my brain put it on the, I hate page. Mm -hmm. So right. Could be one of your characters hates it and has a really good reason for hating it. Yeah, See, it, it, it could just be a thread um, of of people that um, have a lot of hate and they have mm -hmm. a secret tapestry that, you know, this could be one of the villains yeah, or a group of villains. So it's, it's really neat the different things you can pull out of your muse. Right, right. And you just remember your muse is pretty much stuck with pictures. So it's throwing pictures at you and you're trying to put them into concepts. And if they don't make sense, trust your muse. Never don't put something down because it doesn't make sense. And I've got a few things on here that I'm going to pull out. Um, but let's move on next to the antithesis of I hate, which is I love. And for I love... Um, I have this is there's just lines and squiggles and hooks things all hooked together and stuff but I started with the obvious husband kids friends and then spinning off of those um shared values shared world um no assimilation excitement challenge aspiration um learning teaching curiosity hope a sacred philosophy a shared past, um, shared values. And then I also have work as an I love. And that is teaching what I've learned, watching people use it, seeing them make their dreams real, um, creating wonder, exploring magic, uh, learning skills, pushing for better, knowing more, challenging myself. And then that bumps down to history. Wow, yeah, I had forgotten that history was on this thing. Knowing what we are as humans, knowing how we came to be here, knowing what, what we did wrong so we can avoid it, knowing what we did right so we can pers uh, 
Uh, yeah, that got map got cut off here. So I'm going to say... Um, Knowing what we got right is pretty important. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. You, right. So is and there knowing, anything on that particular sweet spot map that was really weird or Yeah, funky? there was... I got out of history. History was the one where it just blew up. And that, and then I got a road into uh, the intentional ignorance. Um, the history can only save us if we learn it. Why? Knowing why with gigantic letters for the word why. Knowing how we went wrong and how we can go right. And then it, it, this is the thing where the book just came together for me. Knowing history. Because in the secret texts, or not in the secret texts, in uh, the Moon Roads novels, there is this massive buried history that I found out about right here, right there on that knowing history, because there was a history that had been buried. And when I discovered what that was and started building out the rest of the map, all of a sudden I knew what the story was. So that was, that was like the breakthrough point, right? Me When my, my hand wrote great big history and great big letters and doubled them and tripled and scribbled them and made them big and fat, it was like, Okay, Muse just said we just hit the jackpot. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. The I love is always, you know, easy to, well, can be easy to fill. Depends on the mood of which your uh, Muse is in that day. But mine is, is stuff like Cats. Cats was like the first thing and it circled several times. Um, people, some stories of compassion, friendship, true and surprising love, uh, sweets, Tony, that sort of stuff. But then the one that was, I have history on here too. History, historical mysteries or adventures without power, um, which was weird. Adventures without power. I, I was like, hmm, that's, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, interesting. And then yeah. this one I didn't get. Warming light. Spell it. Warming. Like a W-O-R? Worm. Yeah. yeah, worming. Ooh. Yeah, warming light afternoon Oh, that's a visual. Night. Yeah, it's it's weird. So it was yes. warming light and then it led to afternoon night. And then magic, peace, slow down, calm, secrets. That is so cool. Yeah, this just the visual of the warming light is creepy as hell. You put that in a dark room and have it crawling around? Yeah, I don't know what it's, it or, it, it means yeah. to me, but well, it's no. it's it was really kind of cool in my my brain. It it's something to pay attention to. It's something leading someone somewhere. Yeah, and I will note that when you get something like this, and it is so cool and so weird, one of the things that you can do so that you don't run out of paper is to tape an extra piece to the map below that one and just draw a line from that one particular thing down and start asking who, what, when, where, why, and how questions to, to dig a little deeper, which I know you already know, but I wanted to put this in for, yeah, uh, yeah, for, for everybody folks. else. I actually, yeah. um, have stopped doing that because I, I had too many sheets of paper. So I have a notebook specifically for, um, all of my sweet spot maps. So I mm -hmm. will pull it out and then I'll follow a thread and I make a note on the sweet spot map that says, page number whatever um nice yeah so i've got it's just the way that my my inner critic my left brain wants to do things mm -hmm. because it keeps it more organized and it's it's happier with that and my muse doesn't care as long as it's getting everything out 
So. Yeah, and you can if you if you do it that way, you can fit your work into an architect's tube. Whereas if you paste it and tape everything together and have a twenty foot by twenty foot map, yeah, it, storage gets a little tough. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah. really does, and the map gets a little unwieldy to use. From I love, we go next to I need, and this is another one of those that can get really awkward and embarrassing um, because it is not you the writer or you the creator but you the human being and um this you have to do this you can't censor it you really really have to to land hard on this particular thing because even though i know it's you when you're writing it this is what feeds characters down the road and it is so so important to be really damned honest here so um, with the terrible, terrible sensor right nailed right up to the top of this thing. Um, I have under my I need. Uh, okay. Ferocity, uh, determination, courage, guarding time, goals, independence, the sanctity of reason, myself, solitude, silence, thinking and questions. Um, no cow sacred, no stone unturned. Friendship, camaraderie, discussion. Uh, something scribbled out. It looks like De Deb Pie. I have no idea what that's supposed to be. Deeper. That's deeper. Oh. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, and deeper got a longish thing here, which, man. Um, the search for what is true, what is right, Strong judgment, objective criteria, thought, plan, action, results, results, evaluation, um, emotion as a byproduct, not as a guide. Okay, and everything else on there needs to stay off of this, so uh, it's over to you. <laughs> um, mine was kind of this one. I didn't get as much on, I think, because I was so drawn to some of the others. But mm -hmm. I got magic, mystery, love, support, compassion, a future, security, people, self-discipline, to create, motivation. Then I wrote lust. That led to for life. That led to for me. So um, I think that that really fits with Charlie's character. Yeah. Because that's what she needs. And then I need life, which led to green, which led to soft, which led to plants, which led to magic, uh, unusual, and up from that said magical properties, down from that said personality, which was kind of weird. Um, yeah. Then to tell stories, a short, a story to tell, a mystery to solve, and then uh, this is this one. This one was I. I got a my handwriting man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, cats. Familiar secrets, non-verbalization, fur, love purr. I know that's not right. Because <laughs> it says, it, I'm reading sensuality, but that can't be right. It could be. And that could be a valid motivation for a character, too. Yeah, I guess. Well, it's all one line. 
And I don't really find cats to be that sensual, but that's what I'm reading. And then um, moon, tides, water, pole, and then that's uh, the the last one is a little bit private, so I'm not going to say that go. last one. But yeah, yeah, this is this is this is all stuff that you can pull weird story ideas from. Like I'm I'm. I'm frustrated we have to keep doing this podcast right now because I'm coming up ideas for the rest of the books. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing, is that once your muse starts playing, it frequently does not want to stop. Yeah. Oh, which reminds me, if you've been having a problem with this, this is a great kind of muse toy, what we're talking about right now. If you're having any kind of blockage or any kind of uh, depression that you're trying to work through, I know that the mind maps have always worked for me, at least just to, to get myself motivated to do something. Even if you're not taking this and writing something out of it, it, it is something that gives you a little bit of momentum and you know you're getting something done. But I'll mm -hmm. also link in the show notes our episode on muse toys because... This is this is all related. This is definitely one of those things. Yes, yes. This is this is a muse toy and a big one and a like I said, uh, for me it was a game changer in allowing me to figure out how to make my genres unique. The 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 genres that I was writing in full of the stuff that mattered to me and not get stuck into somebody else what what everybody else is writing right now. Um, which it was really, really helpful. Yeah. Okay. Next is I Get Shivers From, and this one, um, because it apparently is an American uh, colloquialism. Is it really? Apparently, yes. I had a couple of British writers who said, I do not even understand what. Are you talking about being cold? And no, this is the sort of thing that when you sit down to think about it, you become, you get anticipatory you become excited you become you become a little afraid you you get this sort of there is this equal mixture of fear and passion and curiosity about something and excitement and, it's like there's this yeah. thrill that runs through you you get antsy and you get you get just just like filled with this feeling of of aliveness mm-hmm yes that's that is it. Okay, this one's so, my favorite one. Yeah, you get some really cool things when you do this if you understand the colloquialism, which is why yeah. um, now I'm going to show you, uh, and I've got to take my glasses off for this because this one is really faint and I've got to see it up close. I get shivers from ruins, lost places, lost peoples, lost ideas, uh, science and music, uh, off of lost places, trapdoors, labyrinths, spirals. Uh, spires, underground cities, off of trap doors and labyrinths, I have hiding places, uh, safety, ooh. where knowledge waits. Mm. Oh, ooh, I remember how I'm even planning on using that one. Cool. Okay. Um, and then science and magic leads to what people can create, brilliant technology, thought perfectly phrased, Flawless reason, clarity, and those run in this little circle where they all feed back into each other. Um, empty places in forgotten cities. Footsteps in empty places. Sudden cold spots. So that's just this whole thing, little bits of paranormal, little bits of magic, um, a, lot, a lot of history because I really, I really get so much stuff out of ancient history and relatively recent history because it's 
just full of stuff that yeah, you can history use. is fucking amazing. It really is if you if you read good ones especially. Um and that's that's really pretty good there. Some of this stuff is just almost oh god, mirrors. Yeah, mirrors. <laughs> I get shivers from mirrors shows up in every damn map I have ever done. It is like just this this bizarre thing in the back of my brain and this is my I, I'm almost certain this is just a pure right brain thing where my right brain is looking at the the mirror image and thinking that's not me that's backwards and there is something about that face that is not my face that is wrong and invariably I get creepy creepy shit out of mirrors yeah I I've, I've got all reflections written down on mine Mm-hmm. Which I think was something that ended up leading to the gremlins, yeah, and their their aversion to, uh, is it adversion or aversion? Aversion. <laughs> aversion. Yeah. yeah. To the um to the reflections, but I had cryptids, hidden discovery, mystery, magic, something new, camping, hunting, hunting, um, hidden treasure, new knowledge, hunted, hunted hunted <laughs> so that was all one line um mm-hmm. missing people showed up again roanoke ruins Ooh. which i thought was kind of cool because that's what you had um mm-hmm. atlantis stonehenge british homes abandoned ripper trails ghosts all of that was one line um bodies of water living things dark deep alive secrets wrong movement and then wrong movement got its own area um, werewolves, paranormal, boiled down vampires, bloodlust, the bite, feral. That stuff was was kind of me working out the the vampire stuff. Um, yeah. Death, instant goodbye, zombies, ghosts, undead, cold, wet, echoey, and there's some more on there. I mean, the, this this is when it comes to shivers that you could fill up. I could fill up several pages, oh, but yeah. it's. It's just really cool these these different ways that your brain takes this stuff and and how many different things pop up in the same areas and it's oh I don't know I love this <laughs> I do too I do and so now you've got your pages taped together you've heard us discussing what's on our maps you want to look at the questions and let your hand move and let your brain write any damn fool thing it wants to write not questions but concepts right just yeah. concepts just yeah just the just follow any path no matter how bizarre how seemingly wrong how unrelated to the specific page because i mean you can see where with some of the stuff i went weirdly astray with some of the with some of the stuff that Becky did, she went weirdly astray. Stuff that that really didn't fit in "I love" or "I hate." Yeah, if you're um, if you're sitting there writing "I love" and green pops up and you fucking hate the color green, it doesn't matter. Write it down. Yeah. Worming right. light. Worming light means means nothing. I mean, mom had some really weird, bizarre ones in there too. So mm-hmm. just whatever your brain wants to write down, write it down. Any any right. visuals that come to mind, whatever you can do to translate this onto page. Right, right. And trust, trust your muse that something really, really good is in there. Yeah. Do we have a takeaway? We do have a takeaway. Okay. 
So before we do that, I'm just going to let you guys know it. You can follow us on the socials. That's at A-I-A-R-W-I-P on Twitter. Alone with Invisible People on Instagram. Alone in a Room with Invisible People on Facebook. You can go to alonewithinvisiblepeople.com. If you would like to support the podcast, there are several different ways. Go to alonewithinvisiblepeople.com forward slash support us to see all of them. But if you would like to buy any of Holly's ebooks, courses, uh, any anything like that, we do ask that you buy it from the affiliate links on the podcast website. And I've got a whole page of those, so any of the ones that you're interested in. It just it does not cost you anything extra and it supports both Holly and the podcast. So we appreciate that. You can always create your free account at Holly'sWritingClasses.com. You get a free uh flash fiction that does not suck course. If you have not taken that, take that. It's amazing. Um, you also get a whole bunch of free stuff from Summer of Fiction and you can post in the forums. We would love to see, you know, your guys' reactions as well as, you know, the issue corrections. So if we (laughs) have to apologize for not giving Samwise the correct amount of attention and props that he deserves, then, you know, obviously we will. But we, we love to be able to interact with you guys. And if that's on Instagram, Facebook, or anywhere, it's great, but that's best if it's in the forums because it's just the easiest way. You can type a whole bunch. We don't have to worry about Facebook censoring us or, or not. You not getting the updates on our Facebook page, which is just us telling you the next episode coming out or whatever, because who knows, but that really the best place to interact with other people, other writers is hollyswritingclasses.com. So, um, I'm going to go ahead and kick it back to you for the takeaway today. Okay. Okay. I have one request before the takeaway, which is if you have not been to the Alone with Invisible People website and you don't know that we do have a newsletter that goes out every week from the page, just as a reminder, I would really appreciate if you would sign up just to get the lesson reminders if that's what you not lesson that, reminders the no not podcast the, yeah. episode the reminders podcast yeah. episode reminders yeah it lets us give you a little bit of extra depth uh, I have added some little personal notes to the ones that I'm sending out um, yeah. and we never advertise on there we never no. try to sell anything the only thing that happens is that it goes it's podcast related so obviously like if something um comes up and we are going to have to if if there's a missing episode we'll tell we'll let you guys know or if um for instance with the halloween episodes when we start accepting submissions you will get an email about that so if there's any sort of of reader interaction the newsletter is the best first way to find out so really signing up for the newsletter would be would be very beneficial again we don't try to sell you anything there's no sponsors we don't sell your email address nothing like that it's it's literally just for the podcast yes yes okay so with that let's do the takeaway now okay the first part of this process requires you to tape your inner editor's mouth shut (laughs) it's and that is so so important uh, I know we mentioned this a couple of times before, but that is the very first part, part of the process is if you see if you see a naked purple bunny in the back of your mind, you write naked purple bunny on the thing and you don't change anything. You just write it down as it is because this is what your muse is seeing and it that's the only way it can tell you something 
that is related to those images that is not necessarily anything to do with naked purple or bunny. It's just it's just that's all it has to tell you because it thinks in pictures. So trust. Go brave, go hard, go in and just just let everything you are thinking pour onto the page in these little circles and little lines and work as quickly as you can. And this is a big deal too, is you want to be writing so fast that, you know, try and keep your handwriting legible. I always block print because my block printing stays legible longer than anything else. And there were a couple of things on there that I couldn't read because it had, it was that my map was decreased in size and it had just gotten too crunchy and, and cramped. It still works on the big map. Um, but the speed with which you let your muse dump stuff on the page drops your barriers. It allows your muse to be much more connected. I get I just, it's this funny feeling where all of a sudden all of this stuff starts pouring into your head and you almost can't write fast enough to make the little arrows and, and, and write the words and then circle them and then move on to the next. But and and you and it, it is at that point and this is the thing that i want to get to it is at the point where you are writing so fast and just flinging stuff out that you lose your inhibitions and you get to the really really good stuff and you know start if your muse wants to start on any particular one thing let it if it suddenly wants to jump draw a line all the way from where you were when your muse wanted to jump over to the area like from it's, let's say you started with i love and all of a sudden it wants to jump from this one idea to i hate draw a line all the way from the thing that made you want to jump to I hate and then build out from there and just leave those lines there because they become just extraordinarily important in figuring out the connections that your brain made between this thing you love and this thing you hate and the story that you are building. Yeah, and I'll just add one extra thing in there. If you if your muse suddenly latches on to something that you've written and wants to write in actual sentences or paragraphs or anything like that, like Holly says, you can tape an extra piece of paper onto it and write stuff down. I personally keep a specific journal, sweet spot map journal, specifically for this, and I dedicate one single page. It's double-sided, and I dedicate one single page for every single, you know, little area. And if it wants to write more, then I'll write however many pages, and then I'll put the page number or numbers on right underneath that word and usually it's a different color or you can use a highlighter or something like that but it's really important to just be able to to like holly said lose your inhibitions with this and that was the thing you mentioned too that i did not mention before is color um you don't do this in pencil you do it in pen but you can do it in nice little colored um fine point markers and the one that i did for uh the third book of moon and sun is done in a bunch of different colors. And I can see because I started one in one color and all of a sudden the muse says, okay, purple, and I will grab purple. And then you can see where things are starting to build out in different directions. Every time your muse says, muse says different color, just let it pick. And it doesn't have to be one color per section. It's just <laughs> because I found that I was following thought processes and themes 
actually. When I changed colors, the muse was doing this without any input from me. And the colors, color changes are thematic. And That's that really was cool. really, yeah. yeah. That's kind of eye-opening there. It is. It is. And uh, it, it brought a lot of things to mind for me that really helped uh, as I was starting to plot out the book. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, that has been our episode on how to build a sweet spot map. Obviously, you can go into the forums at hollyswritingclasses.com, look for our podcast, Alone with Invisible People forums, and come in, uh, share share your weirdest things that you come up with if you'd like. You know, obviously, we know that if you're going to be honest about this, if you're going to be really in-depth and, and personal, you're going to get some stuff you're not going to want to share. So I doubt you're going to want to be putting in screenshots or scans. <laughs> but yeah. if you get some really weird shit in there and you're laughing and and you want to share share we would love to see your weird brain i mean that's we we've shared some of our stuff and um it, it, the most important thing isn't even sharing it's doing so definitely you know either print them off or grab some construction paper or drawing paper or whatever you have and and write the the things that we've written down go go to the website download it so that you can remember what the what the letter or phrases are the concepts and um again it's a free download on alonewithinvisiblepeople.com there is uh i'll make sure that i was gonna say i'll make sure there's a link in the show notes but that's ridiculous because <laughs> yeah. if you go to the show notes it's gonna have the download you don't right. need an email nothing like that we don't you know we don't ask for your firstborn it's it's absolutely 100 a free download and we want you guys to enjoy this process so if you want you can tag us on instagram facebook twitter do whatever, you know, share with us that you're doing this process, share with us or blame us. If you get something weird, we'd love it. Yeah. So, um, I think, I guess that's it for today. We, I just want to say we love you guys. Can't wait for next week. We, I told you guys we had some really cool stuff coming up and we do, and this is definitely one series of them. It's, it's, I think we're doing four. Of, yes. Yeah. These sweet spot sweet maps. Sweet spot map gets four episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you guys asked for it and you guys are damn well getting it four episodes <laughs> folks so yeah we love you guys and i can't wait to see you guys next week holly yeah just as a as a fun thing if while you are doing this you have some sort of bizarre revelation i would really love to hear about it on the forums you know assuming it's something that you you want to admit to um you know because you got some of my weird shit in here and i would i would really love to see some of yours it, it's been a rough week for me and it would just that would be cool that would be really cool hell yeah yeah. All right. So we'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Now let's talk a little bit about the map. Okay. Our first, <laughs> our first, <laughs> I was waiting for you. I don't know. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> it's right. the, you're the one that's doing the, the intro stuff, though. So.